Welcome to DTMS, the Daily Tech Music Show, where we talk about everything related to software, synthesizers, samplers, music production, and the general music scene. If you're looking for a podcast about music technology, please subscribe now and leave us a review on iTunes. For comments or questions, use feedback at dailytechmusicshow.com. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to show 138, Mastering Plugins, Part 8, Reverb. Some people in the audio industry are just really, really nice, and you should know about them. Michael Carnes is one of them. Uh, he's the guy over at ExponentialAudio.com, and he's just a really nice guy. He's on all the high-end bulletin boards and places that you can go and ask him questions, and he's just a good guy. He worked for Lexicon. Uh, the premier reverb maker for years and then started his own company after they let him go. Boy, was that a mistake. They let him go and he just has developed been on a tear developing fantastic, fantastic reverbs. Okay, so now we get to the reverbs. I would get his R4 reverb and I use large plate Large Random Plate 3 Dark. That's just the one, the sound I like. And then I use about 4% in the mix. And it adds just a little bit of flavor. But I wanted that flavor to change and evolve. And hence chose the Random Plate. So it's changing and evolving over the entire song, just very subtly and slightly. Um, In the 1980s, we used to have the random reverb plate, and it was very prominent, and you could hear it change on, uh, usually it was put on a lead vocal, or it was even put in the backgrounds of the instruments, and the reverb would change over time, and the whole mix was sounded like it was changing and going into different rooms. And uh, it really was a neat effect in the 1980s. Very prominent uh, reverb. Today, it's just so subtle. Why do we use reverb? We want all of the instruments to sound as if it's performing in one space. It's just kind of, we've we've created space with reverbs for each of the individual instruments, but now we have to take the whole performance and unify it, okay? Then this last step of adding a reverb unifies the entire performance into one, one space, so that we think of it as one song, not musicians playing off in their own spaces that we created We want the musicians performing together in one space with one reverb. And it really does add that certain something to a song. You can say something's missing in this song. Something just doesn't sound right. And it could be perfectly uh, recorded 
and the musicians are put into their own spaces, but there wasn't a master reverb across the entire song. And that's what's missing. Now, in today's music, it's so subtle. We don't put it very out, very much often out front, and it's just kind of felt. Okay, so that's today's music. That's hence the 4%. Okay, just so that it's felt that the musicians are performing in a single space. It's a more important thing than you can imagine to get this right and to add this and to do it right. So listen in and put in your reverb and decide what sounds good for your song. All right. Thank you for letting me go on, and yeehaw, happy Friday. And we'll talk to you again on Monday with that surprise XY plug-in. Bye-bye now. Thank you for listening to DTMS. If you like the show, please head over to the iTunes store and rate, review, and like us on social media. We would love to hear what you think about the musical tools we talk about and how you use them. We're also always open to feedback to make the show more valuable to our listeners. Contact us, please email us at feedback at dailytechmusicshow.com. For advertising, contact us at advertising at dailytechmusicshow.com. Now, take everything you've learned today and start creating music. And remember, you can make the world a better place with your music.